today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Friday, it's 11.35. That means Tech Talk, brought to you by our good friends at uh, Hamilton Limousine. And uh, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, is here, uh, thanks to the good graces. Uh, I, your car's still in the driveway? Yeah, my car's in the driveway. It was one of those, uh, I went to leave this morning, <laughs> and I noticed there was a backhoe and a very large vacon truck that's sucking thought, Wait dirt. a minute, I didn't order that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, is there a problem in front, of my, uh, in front of my car? I was getting ready to head out, and they were like, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing some, some work in, your, in my private parking lot of my, of my office. So anyway, it's hydro. What are you going to do? But right? here, yeah, but look at just on that issue. Yeah. Could they have knocked on the door? That would have been nice. And or said, a letter. Said, by the way, you guys that are in the lot, uh, we're, we're about to tear the road apart in front of here. Well, and, and but the, they didn't. Yeah, and they said, well, when I asked him, I'm like, well, how long are you going to be? <laughs> he says, two days. I go, two days. Okay, well, uh, well, I guess you're going to be done tomorrow. Then I can get back to work or record. And no, 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 we'll be back on Monday. You'll be back. You'll be ready to go by Tuesday. So I'm landlocked for a while. So I'm going to have to get Michelle to come pick me up, and she's going to be my new little driver to get me everywhere. So uh, a Hamilton limo will be my second choice when I need to get somewhere else. But well, Michelle, now, just Michelle's always number one. I get that. <laughs> but but knock on the door and say, hey, we're about to tear up your driveway yeah, and yeah. block you in. Yeah, I, it was a little, yeah, surprising to say. Usually they give a letter or say, you know, the power. We're, we're, anyway, I'm not sure. So I managed to make it here, though, Bill. You know, Good to have Dedicated you. to my Tech Talk show. Good to have you. Why, Thank you. Why are Netflix rates going up, first of all? Well, let's be clear. Netflix is having... Netflix Canada. Netflix Canada is got a lot of costs that are in behind. We've seen a lot of things with the CRTC, and we know that the rules are going to be changing. Netflix has some pretty amazing programming. I don't know if you've had the chance to I was just on this out. week. Yeah, there's some great stuff. Some of the programming I was talking, on to, uh, talking to Charles Adler this week, and he yeah. gave me a couple of recommendations of shows to watch. So I'm, yeah. I'm all ready to roll. I'm looking forward to it. You know, and they really are coming out with some phenomenal programming out of Netflix. But they also have... I mean... There are billions and billions of dollars in debt. I mean, when you take a look at the success of what Netflix is and where it is and where it's all about, Netflix is technically, it is dying and drowning in debt. There is so much money it owes. And, of course, we have Disney. We have Apple. Apple just launched this week that they got the uh, uh, the car, uh, car car karaoke, and they're going to be coming up. Netflix basically is trying to purchase and get their marketing and their their publications online, and we're going to see a big big change when it comes to broadcasting online. So internet TV, as I refer, yeah, we're going to it, talk about that in a couple of seconds. In a couple and, minutes, and by the way, I, I'm I'm not trying to get on the uh, Netflix back because it's still good value. It's I mean, phenomenal for value the, for the product really they is. offer. Yeah. I, I don't mind paying a few extra bucks. It's not going to be that bad. The value is there, and I can see Netflix has a little bit of a... Here's one challenge Netflix has. It's going to be relying on some big guys out there uh, programming. Disney has LucasArts. It's got Star Wars. It's got Marvel. I mean... We may be only able to watch DC comic movies on Netflix in the very near... Now, they've got a contract till 2020, but in... In light of that, Disney has announced they're going to be cutting and dropping their their agreement. But... Uh, Netflix made its first acquisition, and let me tell everyone, it's a comic company called Miller World, and they made mo- uh, comics such as Kick-Ass, uh, Wanted, Kingsman, great, great programs, uh, very comical and very entertaining, so we can expect a lot from Netflix. In fact, I'm hearing so much about what Netflix is doing in Canada 
that they are going to be bringing and pushing very aggressively a lot more Canadian content. So you're going to want to definitely keep your subscription. I think we're good for a few years with Marvel and otherwise they're going to be making arrangements. It just may take a little longer for us to get the programming from uh, Marvel onto Netflix. All right. What about uh, one of the other, I, I guess, uh, people that are jumping in, into this whole thing right now? That's Facebook TV. <laughs> This was announced uh, some time ago, and I think we talked about Facebook is trying to get more into the broadcasting. Uh, I mean, as not only are we on 900CHML, we're on Facebook Live. And a lot of people are starting to come into effect of using Facebook a lot more and going live on broadcast. And part of this whole visual of taking Facebook to the TV market is they make money off of advertising. So Facebook TV is now officially launched on the desktop, expected to come on the mobile, and you will be able to watch programming within 24 hours. So some of the programs available is, uh, what's your mutt? So, um... I guess you basically get it. It's very reality-based programming. It's going to be driven on that. So talk show hosts. I mean, really, we're going to see a big market for a lot of very high-talent people uh, getting on Facebook. And Netflix, by the way, will also be coming back to that. They're going to be pushing for a lot of that. So that's where I'm saying it's an exciting time, but it's going to be very competitive when it comes to actually watching a lot of this programming options. Facebook doesn't want you to leave. They want you in their environment because they can track everything. Yeah. You've given them permission. So where Google has elements when you're signed into Google, they can track you. Facebook, once you're signed in, they know everything about you, life, habits, images. And they track it. I'll give you a quick example. Earlier this week, I was, uh, I was st- strolling down there. And uh, there was an ad there for a condo corporation. Yep. Uh, and they were building condos in Collingwood. And I said, I think I know that area. Right. I just clicked on, just out of interest. Right, sure. I, I don't want to move to Collingwood. I, I know. But I got an ad. The very next day, I went back on Facebook, yep. and it was inundated with, with <laughs> condo projects. We, you clicked on to such and such. I said, I, yeah, I know, but yeah, I didn't, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they, they nail you. They just figure, okay, get that stuff. Guess send that one over to Bill. That's right. That's and right. I, Bill wants this. It was inundated with. Con- I'm not buying a condo, people. Okay, right. it's not happening. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I made the mistake of buying a shirt online, and I happened to be signed in in Facebook at the time. I can't stop looking at the same shirt offers that are available to me that I can be able to purchase online. So, you know, again, I it's the minute you use Facebook or you're and again signed into Facebook and searching still qualifies folks so keep in mind your Facebook account is giving them everything about you so this new TV market is going to be huge and they want to take a big chunk of that billion dollar industry when it comes to television one of the other things I love that uh, that you do on the show here you talk about some of the great tech uh, uh, things that are happening and some of the new technologies and how they have a positive impact on our lives I mean a lot of the stuff is entertainment but yeah. there are medical uh, uses for this as well uh, and what about this microchip right now that will actually help you heal yeah they actually did a test and they've got uh, they got some testing right now. They're going to be working with humans. This is a microscopic uh, chip. Think of it as like a microchip you get or you've seen in a phone or otherwise. When it gets installed into your body, your skin actually has, we're electrical devices, ironically, to give, you know, we have static electricity and otherwise. 
our bodies are capable through this new chip that you can install to allow your skin to regenerate. So the microchip actually does go through and, and it, it creates almost like an electric pulse. So when you go to physiotherapy, you might have put some suction cups on your legs, your arms, and when you damage some skin or muscle tissue, they'll run these electrical diodes where they kind of give it a little a little zap. This runs very similar, except this microchip enhances your skin cells and it regenerates. Just think about this for a moment. Say, you know, you go to the hospital and you have to get stitches. Now you'll be able to put a microchip in or have it embedded and leave it in there for the case of you do hurt yourself. This will be very advantageous in, in the case of military. So if a military officer or any kind of military gets hurt or even our, our, our police services or our public service uh, gets damaged, uh, could be even from fire. This, re this repairs the skin cells. It doesn't heal you to the degree of like, I cut my arm off, put this in, it regenerates my arm. Not, like, it, not like the Terminator. No, it's not uh. a Terminator thing. What it is is you, you, you've scratched the skin cells. You've damaged, you burned it. Uh, you might have punctured it. This basically helps seal small wounds, cuts or otherwise. So this new microchip is going to be available and it takes... All of this is less than uh, 0.1 seconds. So once they install it, think of it with this. You get a scratch. You put a Band-Aid on it. You wait three days, it gets healed. In this case, you install this thing. You basically connect it. And what it does is in less than 0.1 second, you'll start to feel and see it getting healed. Incredible stuff. Uh, in a similar vein, let's talk about this, uh, this eye implant platform that's uh, yeah, actually this... going to be helping with augmented reality. Augmented reality, we know, is definitely a market we're going to be looking at. We can see that with the new iPhone 8. I'll talk about that very shortly in regards to when they announce. But we can see this with the new Samsungs, the Google Pixels. Uh, augmented reality is going to be here to stay. However, we're going to laugh in another five years from now, ten years, where remember when we took our phone and stuck it in a box and you kind of walked around with this helmet around your head? And <laughs> well, now the reality is, augmented reality is now you can get a, 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 think of it as a contact lens and you can get it surgically <laughs> installed in your eye. Remember we talked about Google goggles yeah, where you yeah. look silly. Now you can put this bionic uh, equipment in your eyeball and it will allow you to see certain things. For example, when you're getting directions, it's like a heads up display. It may give you the weather. It may give you, and now you don't have anything obstructing your view while you're getting this augmented reality feeling. They're testing it right now and FDA is getting, uh, uh, they're going through FDA approval. There are seven, by the way, this isn't in a lab thinking it's going to work. This is actually active. There are seven human test species with this actually surgically installed testing out the augmented reality. So when you become a doctor, you may be able to get this installed and get the augmented reality eventually of ex the schematic of a body. You may get it if you're a mechanic. You may get it in the, in the case of anything you do. Instead of referencing a book or otherwise, your augmented reality uh, implanted chip in your eyeball will now be able to give you this reality feel. Listen, this is an ongoing problem uh, that you and I have talked about many times, and that's battery life on, yes. on phones. And, yeah. and, and, and you've quite rightly said that, look, at a lot of the time it's the user's fault because yep. we put apps on here that basically drain these suckers, that's right. and we don't realize it. Well, I, I actually put and a you've got like a 10 ton worse I, list. I, I got I got some list here, folks. So what I wanted to do from the was, home office. This <laughs> this is an actual every year they come up with this. And this is I think we've done this a few years now on Tech Talk. I can actually reference this. So every year they come out with an actual test of iPhones and Samsung Android devices. OK, so this is a collective group. And these are the top draining, top draining apps that are on your phone. So. 
if you look at it and say, okay, if you're a Samsung, number one is AllShare. Some people don't even know what that is. I mean, I know somebody, I'm like, oh, do you use AllShare allows you to see what's on your phone on another Samsung visual display. So if you have a Samsung TV or a monitor, AllShare, you click this button and it will share it on the screen. That is the number one draining system. Number two is the security policies on Samsung. Number three, the beaming service on Samsung. These are all Samsung products. And then finally, their chat system, okay? Universally, number one across Apple and Android Google Maps. Google Maps is the number one, which makes sense. It's draining your location. Sure. It's constantly looking for options. It gives you, you know, GPS and otherwise. Number one was Google Maps. Number two, WhatsApp. Now, I don't use WhatsApp, but it's a, one of the biggest chat programs. And number three, Facebook. Yes, Facebook is a, I mean, not only are they tracking and using every ounce of your body and, and interest of what you do and where you look, they are in the top three as far as draining programs. And when you think about it, Facebook is tracking not only your location, it's doing the same thing by tracking what's near you in advertising. I mean, it's giving you all of these resources and available to you. So those are the ones that come with the system. The top user, user drainers. This is you turning on your iPhone, your, your, your Samsung and using it. Top three, number one, Netflix. Yes, it drains a lot of your battery. Number two, Spotify. Number three, Snapchat. And number four, which I like to put in there for a little fun, number four is a program called Clean Master. So as a side folk, uh, this, these programs that claim they're going to clean out all the junk and remove all the memory and save your battery, they're actually doing more damage than good. So just keep that in mind. This one was called Clean Master. It's quite popular. So you're going to want to keep an eye on those programs and make sure you remove them from your list. Those who listen to the program on a regular basis, and that's that's a growing number, of course, every week we know <laughs> yeah. that, uh, know that I have an obsession with uh, headphone jacks uh, when it comes to phones. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Well, I do know why, because I, I, I like the convenience of them, and I, I still don't like the, the, the idea of, of the Bluetooth, because I just don't think it works as effectively. However... Yeah. Yes. To that end, uh, the uh, as far as I'm concerned, the Google Pixel phone is now on my 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 blacklist. We've seen because they're not putting it on. No, and and you know, I surprising. I always thought Apple would just kind of try to lead the pack when it came to yeah. we're going to be different. No headphone jacks, and they did this a year ago, and they got a lot of flack for it. But yes, Google will now ditch the headphone jack, and you know, and, and Bill's got actually headphones on with the cable on it, which just kind of makes me laugh. We're even talking about that. But yeah, this is another I, one. I, I, I still have a rotary phone. So what's the problem with that? <laughs> I'm working on you, Bill. I mean, it's been a few years, but I've got you to an Apple Watch. Well, the thing is, is that the headphone jack is still, in my opinion, a, a, a priority. And many have agreed the quality of, a, of an actual wired headphone jack is still far superior than a Bluetooth. It, it for I mean, I use Bluetooth and when it draw, I was riding my bike. I happen, you know. That's it, what drives me nuts it about died. it. Yeah. And I had, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I got no music. I happen to carry an extra uh, uh, wired cabled uh, uh, bud buds in my um, in my little fanny pack there on my bike you know plugged it in I'm back on and I'm I'm listening again you can't do that this is something that you know what happens when that moment your headphones die and you can't listen any longer or you use it for the sake of being able to uh, you know for for headset and driving purposes this is it's absurd to me to think that we have that much trust in bluetooth battery it does not last long enough to give us the quality we expect it to use to, no and there are still things that can have uh, an effect on it too and you've got to worry about that it's not like i'm just trying to be old-fashioned i just think yeah. it's a more effective way to do this yep. and I, I equated this member before this is like coke with new coke this is going to be great everybody's going to 
love this. And a lot of the folk, they, they said, yeah. okay, we're going to get rid of the jack. Yeah. And they've all one by one said, oh, I guess we better put it back. Uh, people kind of like it the way it is. And and, and these guys will learn. <laughs> they, will, they will. Mark they, my words. I, I think they're just a little too Google advanced. will learn. I think they're too advanced for the technology. We're too far ahead for it to be to be there well, yet. Well, maybe. Maybe. You know? Speaking of new products, you always let us uh, know. Give us a heads up about this. Uh, talk to us about the Samsung Galaxy S8. You know what? We have the Note 8 about the uh, next show we're going to be doing on Tech Talk. Here. I'm going to be talking about the Note 8. August 23rd is the official announcement. However, they just announced, which makes sense, which is kind of interesting. They just came out with the new Galaxy S8 Active. Yes, the S8. So now there's the Galaxy S8, the S8 Plus, and now the X S8 Active. It's about $100 more. And so now, what does it, okay, what are you getting with this Active? What is what is the benefit of this amazing new same phone that was out many months ago? Well, number one, it's got a shatterproof glass. Number two, it's more water resilient. Number three, it's, it's a little stronger, and it's going to give you that ability. It's basically for those that are active. So if you're running around, I mean... For example, my phone, I like to put an Otter, otter box case on it. I drop it constantly. I mean, it's it's just, well, you know, <laughs> yours yeah. is well protected Mine's as in well. bubble wrap, auto box. Right. I've got everything on here, yeah. <laughs> so the reason why this is sort of their new launch is to kind of, they've got a lot of work and they're quite fearful of what's going to happen with iPhone. iPhone's kind of letting their leaks out a little bit with regards to what we can expect with the uh, upcoming phone. They're coming out hard. In fact, I've heard with the Note 8, they're announcing it on the 23rd. You can then start making deposits on the new Note 8 no later than the beginning of September, the uh, first week of September. we got about a minute left here. i got to ask you about this one. i, I, I got to mention, Adam gives me a heads up on some of the stuff we're going to talk about here, and I know that you dictate this, right? Yeah. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> so, I mean, the next one here is the end of typing is coming, except it says the end of typical is coming. Uh, so, so maybe the end of typing isn't coming. Uh, thank you, Siri. For proving once again that, that, that it's it's not a it's not a it's not an science. exact science, is it? <laughs> so I got a minute left, and you're leaving me with thirty seconds of laughter. Yes, the world is is moving quickly, and as we can see, the 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 call of ending all typing is about to come to fruition. We saw that with cursive writing; yeah. they're no longer teaching that. They're going to eventually not even have to worry about teaching how to type. And why is that? And that is because really India is one of the fastest growing markets when it comes to cell phones and truthfully they are using voice activated in Hindu they are able to communicate by using the voice activation on all their smartphones and we can expect that probably in the future I'm gonna say in 10 years there won't be a keyboard on any phone that's a that's a that's a strong uh, a strong prediction so anyway long and the short is folks I'm telling you get used to the voice dictation it's not perfect but you might want to practice a little bit because it may be the only way you'll be able to communicate in the future there you go uh, thanks for watching on Facebook today thanks right, for listening yes. here on CHML we do this every Friday 1135 Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield we'll see you next week thanks Bill The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML